Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing great. You know, we are streaming right now on Mutiny Radio, as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. to uh, Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are a podcast and a YouTube uh, thing as well called LWAFLMOIT, where we watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what movie are we watching this week? Today, we will watch Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist. Everybody Ooh. knows Dominion is D-O-M. I-N-I-O-N, D-O-M-I-N-I-O-N, Dominion prequel, one word, to The Exorcist 2005, and the channel we like is A-I-M-A-N, is that Artificial Intelligence Man, A-I-M-A-N. Okay, Aben, so go ahead, Dominion prequel to The Exorcist, A-I-M-A-N, go find it, hit the link, hit pause, move it to 000. And we're going to have a celebrity comedian countdown right now. Carl, you are the most popular comedian I know, uh, so I will give you the honors. We want to make sure the audience is all set, has the movie all ready to go. Uh, make sure you have the sound down and listen to us. Oh, and if you're watching us on YouTube, Carl is doing this in real time. And FYI, we are following what's on the screen here uh, as we watch on YouTube. Correctamundo. Hey, Carl, take it away. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumba? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. All right, really excited. I'm also watching this behind me, but that doesn't matter. Oh, let's take a piss this time outside. Let's, a piss is not a piss. Unless you take it outside. Hey, Carl, turn off the volume. Please. Yeah, no, I, I beg will. of you. Yes. I mean, I love Morgan's Creek and all that, but I don't have to be bombarded by a fucking creek. <laughs> Morgan, shut the fuck up. Morgan Creek. Morgan Creek. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. they really messed up this film, man. Really messed it up. This is actually the tale of two movies. Yeah, I'm really excited this full-length movie from the 21st century is on YouTube, but absolutely, there's this very storied history, Carl, which I'm very excited as producer. You have watched this movie several times and researched it. Yes. Now, what we are seeing right now, it's actually Gangs of New York, a Scorsese film. It's their set, Gangs of New York. But what we're seeing now is the inciting incident that gave our hero, our priest, all of his guilt, that made him even reject the church. So he's not the Pope's uh, exorcist, 
He's a different exorcist. He's the exorcist. He is the exorcist. And in this prequel, he is the character. Let's see here. Uh, Max von Skydow was in the original exorcist. And his character's name was Lancaster Marin. And that's who we're seeing right now. Priest Father Marin. Uh, okay. And these are Nazis. It's Holland. And the guy the is... The year, 1944. There was some sort of crime, and he wants to know who is guilty. And he's just going to start randomly shooting 10 people until he finds so until someone confesses, okay? But Yee. yeah, so Father Marin does what he is supposed to do as a priest. He goes, oh, no, please don't. Do not do it. So then SS guy is a complete Wait, 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 wait. That's how he talks in Holland? <laughs> I, know, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> so, SS guy is a total jerk and says, you pick the ten people. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so this will be the guilt. Yeah, they're ripping off Schindler's List. Wait. What's the guilt? Whoa, no, whoa. Wait! Oh, this is pretty hairy. Watch where you point that. That's a Lugar. Oh, right. The snow is sideways. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy snow. And there are issues with... The internet points out that there are issues with their uniforms. Okay? It, it, <sighs> it's like he's wearing a private's uniform or something like that. Let me see here. They're the one SS officer at the beginning of the movie has no rank or SS rune collar tabs in his tunic. He's wearing a private's green stripes with a private shoulder straps. Mm, I think I know the reason why. Today's oh. Friday car. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Ruined my casual day joke. That's Gross. Right. You, you could have given me a heads up that someone's head was going to. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you these guys. Give me a heads up, not a heads off. Carl, I just want to watch The Exorcist. I don't want to watch Nazi shit beforehand. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what. <laughs> is the genesis of his conflict and the satan character will try to absolve him of it and win him over in that way okay so now we're going to kill a kid so he's like wait okay okay i'll pick people okay okay you win i'll pick people don't kill a kid yeah you recognize this guy's face right isn't he a, a sloth guard yeah i can't yeah. even say his name S-T-E-L-L-A-N, Stellan. Stellan, all right. S-K-A-R-S-G-A-R-D, Skarsgård. I've seen him, I've seen him in everything. Well, you just... certainly know him from the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe with Thor. And the other big thing was Goodwill Hunting. He was the um, not-so-smart professor in Goodwill Hunting. I, I never had a chance to see it. I was too busy watching Thor. You never saw Goodwill Hunting? No, and you know what? I don't think I've seen all of the original Exorcist. The Exorcist, uh -huh. the world's greatest, scariest movie. I don't think I've seen, like, <laughs> I've seen the SNL bit, and I've seen the, uh, with Richard Pryor. That was really funny. And I've seen it on TV where all these curses are not curses, you know? And, uh, it's edited. And then I seen like it un unedited and it's scary. I don't know why I would watch it, but 
you know, that and Jaws I haven't seen from the 70s. Okay, and fast forward, it's the future now. and Thank God, is we done? It's the war yeah, over? Yeah, the war is over. And what this um, Father Marin's been doing is he's been going from place to place doing, like, archaeological digs. Cool. And meanwhile, he's listed as a missing person, and he never went back and reported to the Vatican. He's persona non grata. No, no, uh, they didn't excommunicate him. He is persona not known, missing, persona missing? I don't know, is that a thing? Yeah, right. It's Latin for for person, and then English for missing. (laughs) He's persona non missing, persona yes missing. Okay, now from from what, yeah. Okay, we're meeting Major Granville, okay? He's going to be our British army guy in this African nation. And we're also meeting uh, Father Francis, who's going to be the, like, a really good-hearted priest. Until the devil fucks him up? He will always be the good-hearted priest. The devil will never get, well, he'll get to him, but he'll never begin to corrupt him. There's a nurse, uh, a doctor, there's a lady doctor, and she will get corrupted a little bit and and he will attempt to corrupt uh father marin and it's going to look like it's going to be successful but no he's okay all he's doing now is he's describing they found this church it's like well they don't know what it is this this site and it's probably a church because they're guessing and it's from like the fifth century so i guess that's the 600s and he's reporting to the british major about it but he's like this is an official business. What's this Roman Catholic dude doing here? Uh, exorcist, thank you. Well, for number one, he's a fan of yours. Let's see. Six archaeological digs since the war. Can you see, dig I it? love these accents. You know I love the British accent in movies. Right. Especially when they're British. Yeah. yeah. What is he doing here? What's this punk-ass bitch doing here? Well, for one thing, he's quite an admirer of yours. Quite an admirer. <laughs> oh, I, I've collected all your uh, whatever you do. I paused for two seconds by a mistake. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So, can we, at one point, can you tell me what the story is be about this movie? Yeah, it's like I said, it's the tale of two movies. Um... Uh, yeah, okay, I'll just go into it. Uh, they started development on this movie in 1997. Ooh, you're yeah. Oh, is it? So we're talking about eight years until it was released into theaters, okay? Eight full years. Uh, in 97, this guy, James Robinson, was developing it. Um, he got the writer who did Terminator 2, Judgment Day, um the co-writer to to pen a script and by 1999 they hired a director a guy named tom mclaughlin now by 2001 mclaughlin i mean they were all set to shoot in africa and they were ready to go but he he quit because he had problems with the script and he was just like fuck this i'm out of here because it's it's not a it's not like the the Exorcist one was all about shock value, right? Um, it, yeah, and it was a spin around. around. Yeah, she's saying curse words in a 
earlier time in our culture in which it was like, oh my goodness! Well, right? It was a little girl possessed by the devil who was spouting out these horrendous profanities. Yeah. For fun. Yeah, and it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, he is our Lord and Savior. Oops, sorry, spoiler. Oops. Oops. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so the director quits and says, fuck it, I'm out of here. So they get another director um, named John Frankenheimer. And oh, they yeah. sign Liam Nielsen to play Father Marin. Good choice. And yeah. Frank, uh, John Frankenheimer, it must have been later in his life career. Uh, but he had a really long uh, history. 2001 was the year in which he was... Oh, wow. Okay. I yeah. got to tell you, this movie might suck and everything, but it is star-powered, and it's got a director who is... I'll talk about him. He's got his chops. It was written by a quality guy. Uh, the actors in it are serious. I know this guy's the poor man's Liam Nielsen, but I'm saying this movie <laughs> wasn't a bad movie because they weren't Hollywood. They were so Hollywood. They just blew it, you know? Right. Okay, so this uh, John Frankenheimer was like, <coughs> I'm sick. I'm quitting too. And they were like, you're not sick. This is bullshit. And then he died. So yeah, right. he was sick. Okay. <laughs> So that screwed everything up, and they finally, in 2002, got their shit together again, and they hired a director named Paul Schrader. Now, Paul yes. Schrader, this guy I... is the shit. Oh, you hey, if him? you have a chance, yeah, I mean, like, the last couple of films he's done, there was a period that he was making crap films, and then that period ended, and the last three or four films he's done are sublime. So, yeah, keep going, please. Okay, well, first we're meeting Rachel right now. Rachel is a, is a doctor, and um, she and Father Marin are going to form a relationship, okay? And we're just meeting her, and we're learning that she's a good-hearted person who's trying her best to help. Um, Where is he is. Right. Okay, so let me tell you about this director. He was, um, he was a writer. He started as a writer, and he would either write or co-write with Martin Scorsese. He wrote or co-wrote Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, Last Temptation of Christ, and Bringing Out the Dead. Yeah, great movies. Then he'd move on to direct Blue Collar, Hardcore, American Gigolo, Cat yep. People, um, Autofocus, uh, Light Sleeper, Affliction, First Reform. Yep. He's got a long list here. But First, First Reform is an amazing movie. So they got the right guy. But the thing is, they told him to film this movie with this script. So he did what he was told. He filmed this movie with this script. And I'll get to why that wasn't good in a minute. Okay, we're about to see our first, our arche first glimpse of the archaeological dig. And it's just a dome. Y you see these artifacts that they found, including, look, this breaks father uh francis's heart the little baby yeah i know it really hurts yeah. him yeah okay so now paul schrader's on and they've got all these stars and they start shooting in november of 2002 in morocco and they sp spend six weeks filming there and that's what we're seeing right here he spends two months in rome filming and Sweet. Filming wrapped up in February of 2003, and they had a script, and they went to the editing room, they did it, they did a preview and showed it to the executives, 
And the executives fucking hated it. <laughs> now, Trader is this because... Claims, yeah. Trader claims that, that they had buyer's remorse. This is the script they wanted. This is the script I shot. What do you want from me? Yeah. I, you know, I mean, also, I think what they want is what the same issue with any kind of franchise, quote-unquote, is that they kind of want, for the sake of the franchise, they want it to look a certain way. And yes. that way, like, you know, so... Ghostbusters, they made a sequel. It was funny, but no, 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 that's not the way. It has to be this way, you know. So we're just gonna ignore mm -hmm. it, answer the call, and just you know, do Afterlife and whatever next, you know. So, now, so before I continue telling you yeah. the story of this, I want you to say that what Father um, Marin is realizing this moment is these stones are like fucking fresh and brand new. And what that implies, I mean, they're from the six years, you know, the 600s. So what that implies is that they built the church and they immediately buried it. Oh. It oh. didn't get buried by the sands of time and, you know, erosion. They did this on purpose. And that's really huh. weird. No wonder they didn't answer my calls. <laughs> they, they were buried, buried in Tanzania. <laughs> Okay, so they hate the cut. It's a hundred. It's it's hundred thirty minutes. It's two hours and ten minutes long. And they said it doesn't have any scares in it. It doesn't have any gore in it. And and um, uh, Schrader is saying, yeah, that's right. The script you gave me didn't have any scares and it didn't have any gore. <laughs> I like how you're just having the director say, "You gave me a job and a script, and I did it." That's right. Yeah. Look, this droid, you see R2-D2? Oh, yeah. This is all, you know, he's been acting out, you know, doing different roles. Well, they didn't have Ranching any out. tolerance for some technology droid. They said, this will make a good instrument. Okay. Yeah. Right now, we're meeting um, a guy named... Okay. This guy is named... Amiqui. Basically, he represents the converted African who's become a Christian, and he's really being helpful. Now, uh, Father Francis is here because he's going to teach a school, uh, and so that's what's going on here. It's like, I will accommodate you in my hotel. I will support you in any way I want, and we're going to have a school and here's his two children to show what a good place this is going to be for a school. We don't have to build a fresh one. We got one we already. Got, we have a table right here. Kids are already waiting. Chalkboard. Uh -oh. Church. And he, he's super proud of his kids. Oh, no. This guy's freaking is, out. Is he possessed, Carl? Well, they think it's sunstroke. But it's the devil. Well, we'll never know that. They will just treat him for sunstroke. Little did they know he was twerking. Look at that church, right? That's insane. They they built that and they buried it? Yeah, right away. There must be some backstory there. Yeah, the producer said, this is not what we want. We wanted more gore. Bury that. <laughs> That's right. Build another one. <laughs> so they gave him two chances to re-edit the film, and he did. He re-edited it. He made it shorter. He cut things quick so they're a little more scary and 
it, it just didn't work. They still were like, your film sucks. So they hired this guy to recut the film without Schrader involved, and Schrader was pissed. Yeah. Um, so the studio met. All right, I'll come back to it in a second. What we're meeting right now is Chuma, okay? And Chuma is basically a cripple. And the, 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 the Africans, the tribal men have shunned him, right? They think it's something like some sort of evil or something. So right. Father Marin's trying to like communicate with this guy and bring him along. And Chuma's skittish and scared. And he will later become the plot, this guy. Okay. Okay. But this is a two hour movie. Like, when does the plot start? When well, we've essentially begin? started it. We've discovered a church which, for no reason, got buried. Buried. And we've met our main characters. That's what's going on here. Now, okay. the Rachel comes to treat him for heat stroke. And what Father Marin sees is that she has one of those numeric tattoos from the Holocaust on her arm. So she's obviously got some backstory here. And when he looks at it, she like gets snippy with him and stuff. Yeah. But what we're learning is they both have backstories, and this will make them two peas in a pod. This will help them get together. It's I'm just going to put heavy. it up. In... Yeah, sure. Go ahead and play it when you can. When 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 this when the uh, tattoo is seen. And I don't think it's authentic. It doesn't look like a, um, it doesn't, I've seen oh, those. There we go. Wow. The number. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got something to say, big boy? <laughs> you know? Uh, I think I'll leave the tent now. Yeah. Wow. This is a heady movie for a, for a franchise sequel. It's like in the yeah. X-Men where Magneto is happy to be a survivor of the Holocaust. And we'll show you what happened. Right. It's all right. Now, it's just another thing where Chuma is uh, making himself scarce, even though he wants to communicate. So now we're going to have the first time that Father Marin. No, we're not. No, we're not. Excuse me. Okay. So the studio said, look, we can't save this film. So they started meeting with other filmmakers and they wanted to direct new scenes and make the film scarier, okay? There were okay. additional photography was planned. It grew bigger and bigger. And this weird guy was chosen to do some rewrites. His name is Carr, Francis Carr. Let me just go there. Caleb Carr, Caleb Carr. Caleb and he's an American military historian and author. So when you look at his IMDB credits, Okay, this is Marin's first encounter with evil. Oh no, CGI monsters. Holy cow, you're animatronic. But Chuma <laughs> saves the day. Right. <clears throat> Not if you were the seagull overhead. He's probably shot you by that point. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Luckily, Are there seagulls the... out there? No, yeah. it's not the beach. It is the <laughs> desert. Okay. So they were going to... Okay, some of this got reshot. And as we see the film, I'm going to make guesses as to what is the reshot stuff. And I think you'll agree with my guesses. But Yeah, so this... 
Carl, so this version is the version, the final cut of this particular prequel. And so it's a combination of Schrader and the studio's fingers, right, when it comes to editing? Yes, but there also might be another film involved. You see, at this point, the film, the the uh, Morgan Creek said, you know what, fuck it, forget it, just forget it. This isn't working out. Let's make a new film. <laughs> Craziest story. So they made another prequel, a different, That's different right. prequel. It's called Exorcist the Beginning. It was released in 2004, and it's basically this script revamped. I did not watch it because I only have so many hours in a day. Right. There was a guy named Rennie Rennie Harlan. He was now the director, and he shot a film in 2003 in Rome, and he concluded it in 12 weeks. Um, Wow. And then the film was released. Okay, so... Here we have Chi-Chi again, and now he's not hiding in the hills. He came down, I guess, to try to find Father Harlan or something, okay? So Harlan brings him, of course, to Rachel. He needs medical care. So Rachel going to, yeah, okay. The point of it is, is Chi-Chi is trying to... I don't know, get better, make contact, accept treatment, even though the townspeople hate him. He was he risked getting, you know, ostracized and beaten or I'm not sure what the word is, but he has yeah, but Chi Chi has a gun and Chi Chi like saves him from like CGI monsters. I mean the guy has some, some No good no stuff. that was Chuma. Chuma oh, is African American. He is oh, one yeah. of the tribesmen who ha- who was right. hired to help the English, and he's the one who fired off weapons to the sky. Okay. And so who the fuck Chi-Chi, is this guy? Chi-Chi is the cripple. You can think of him that oh. way. Okay. All right. Let me write this down, my Chi-Chi. <laughs> okay. Exorcist the Beginning, a 2004 American supernatural horror film directed by Ren- Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan. We've so- seen one of his movies, girls. Yeah, what did we see? I should have caught that. Not on this show, but as a Razzie nomination from last year, uh-huh. he directed that Pierre Bronson, Nick Cannon, espionage oh. uh, thriller. Okay. Yeah. So okay. We, we, What's yeah. going on right now is more on her side than on his side. She's telling her backstory of the tragedy that happened. Somehow she already knows of the tragedy of Father Marin. I don't know how she knows it. But she's getting excited. She is finally finding someone who maybe could relate to her private anguish and misery that she keeps hidden with her big smile and helping people. You know? So she's getting... But... She is closed soul. She's not easy to share things with others because she's gotten burned. And she, even though he's not a priest this second, he's still officially a priest and he does keep celibate. So she knows there's some barriers here and she's not even sure she wants a relationship. She's just seeing for the first time, here is the only potential partner I've ever met. Oh, wow. 
Must have uh, been a great Exorcist team. Beginning was retooled from Paul Schrader's already completed Dominion prequel to The Exorcist, which Morgan Creek Productions executives feared would be unsuccessful. The film was released in the United States in 2004 by Warner Brothers Pictures. Reviews for The Exorcist Beginning were negative. It did make $78.1 million worldwide, but... Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how that can be considered a failure because they spent $9 million on it. So I, I don't get how that's a failure. But Morgan Creek thought of it as a failure. So in 2004 was the first time they floated this trial balloon. Maybe we will release... Uh, Dominion prequel to Exorcist. Okay. So they really, they they produced and had a final version yes. of this movie we're watching. However, yes. they're like, shit, fuck this movie. We're going to make right. another one. Right. And they make another one with a different director, Renny Harlan, and that gets theatrically released. Even yes. though the press has been reporting this and everybody knows of this story. Now, I that suspect these are the reshoots that were added on. Because it's kind it's of straighter-esque. It's his dream. Well, it might be Schrader-esque, but I'm telling you, it's detached from the main plot. This was right. probably shot in Rome. You know, yeah. they're not in a desert. Look at this. Good point. Look at this character here. See how the... Oh, she's a, Yeah. Right? They're trying to make... Like, you thought she was facing the other way. They're trying to freak us out here. Look at this guy. Yeah, what's up with this guy? Lucky yeah. guy. So I think they're oh. trying to beef up the film with the 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 sphere that they thought was missing. The Exorcist, man, that movie like made such a mark, right? Everyone loves that movie, and I, I haven't really seen it. I haven't read the the paperback novel. I haven't really connected. I know that the second movie, the sequel, I should say, yeah. is considered the second worst movie of all time, according oh. to the Golden Turkey Awards. Harry and Michael Medved's book from 1979. They said Plan 9 from Outer Space is the worst movie, and 1978's <laughs> oh, bad. Exorcist that's 2, bad. The Heretic, is the second worst movie. Then so, that then, seems like a candidate for your show. And I think there's some deal with like the author of the book wrote the forkle and uh, it had a different name or something. It had a really shoddy history, but it's not like other than the original, which they re-released, they re-released the original in the 90s. And if you right. ever watch Scary Movie 2, they do a really long extended Exorcist riff. I with, did uh, see Andy. that. So it was James Wood play, and then Andy Richter, their priest, and they go to a house and uh, shenanigans happen with the possessed girl. And they, you know, I think part of the reason why that was included in a film that was just basically topical references was because the, the Exorcist was re-released at that time. Uh huh. Okay. So that the movie that's Exorcist is, is a moneymaker. It's a classic. It's a real classic, and it's something that Warner has and will exploit to the end of time. And unfortunately, this is what happens. You know. Yeah, I mean, this is the fifth movie in the whole series. They're obviously just trying to milk something here. The guy's name was William Peter Blady. And in 73, okay. it's not exactly in front of me. I hope I'm not saying the wrong thing. In 73, he wrote the book. And they made it into a movie. Uh, 
where is it? It's not in front of me, so I won't make a mistake. But that's the guy who wrote it. Okay, now, they've done their due diligence and all the dirt is removed and it's time to go inside. And this is, look, this Paul Schrader is good. He, I mean, this is directed well. It's, it, it's just not an exorcist film, perhaps. You know, one thing I will say is that he's a religious person. First Reform is about a priest who just has second thoughts. And a lot of his films are about people just soul-searching and just, you know, facing hardships like that. So there is religious themes in his movie. So, you know, he's kind of grounded in it, even if it's kind of ridiculous. The Internet agrees with you and says Schrader's work frequently depicts alienated men struggling through existential crises, a premise known as God's Lonely Man. Yeah, okay, sure. So I mean, what, what is Taxi here. Driver? Yeah. They're in the church here and they're realizing, I don't think this is a church. Where are the pews? Mm -hmm. This doesn't look like uh, a place where a priest would stand. And nobody's looking up to the sky. They're all looking down. See, they've all got oh. their spears and everything facing downward. So they're not pointing up towards heaven. Am I getting this right? Well, I mean, you wouldn't point a spear towards heaven, but you're right. They're not. A church is supposed to be all about, you know, it's got the high cathedral ceilings and all the pews are there for people to worship. The uh, place where the priest is is essentially a stage, and everything is drawing your eyes upward to have the experience of God. But this seems like that everybody is positioned to keep something down. Right. There's no rec center. There's no uh, gift yeah. shop. There's no coffee hour. Uh, no, co no Starbucks. Room. No Starbucks. No movie now watch, theater. See the snake? Yeah. Finally, something creepy. Yeah, and dream, that's it. Dream though. not excluded. Well, I'm going to count the dream. That was scary. Whew. What a but dream. But the thing is that you see how Father Francis backed up. It was obviously in the original shooting. So I don't think it was added later. No. But it is out of place. It's completely out of place. Now, Father Francis has spilled his water. And what they're hearing is the water making drips it isn't just puddles it's going down to some lower area that just proves your theory carl that there's something uh, it, underneath it's the, it's the movie oh. it's not me it's the movie oh. I saw well, this okay. because there was so much time between when you told me about this film and when we're seeing it i actually saw it this is my fifth time get out that's so many times <laughs> You know, he's a really good director, Carl. I feel bad. Like, sometimes I drag you through the mud. Like, I'll be like, check out this great director. Watch the movie that never got released. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've often yeah. done that. Like, I think of Full Body Massage. So Full Body Massage. Nicholas Rogue, one of the great directors, and I made you watch his worst film. Not that day. Okay. They opened up this sarcophagus. They opened up what looked like a tomb, but it wasn't a tomb. And... Chi Chi in his bed, far away oh, no. from this area, was yeah, like, huh? "What the fuck? Holy shit!" He freaks out. <laughs> My CD Nick collection. Like, What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, you don't go down even further in a horror movie. 
<laughs> not it. Well, if you're cast, if if the script says you have to. Okay, so that's what they've done. They've now gone down into what should I say, labyrinth, this sort of dugout pit area, the where it's, it's like, Yee. yeah. And, but at first they think this must be pagan and the Christians were saying no paganism but but Chuma is there to say look I grew up here these are not our symbols and stop calling it pagan you racist <laughs> wait you what you rapist or you racist I well I said racist he doesn't say that in the film and he doesn't object when they say you know stupid pagan now look this is clearly, yeah batman that's gotta clearly be batman. batman they're in the bat cave or it's satan and chuma says we never saw batman franchise here we don't even have tv yeah i know this is a warner brothers film but we don't have to put batman in fucking everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so in september of 2004, Morgan Creek began discussions with Schrader on the possibility of of giving the film a li limited theatrical run if he redoes it. Now, look, Schrader went to the to the film to the preview. Wait a second, I'm so sorry. I told you that the budget was nine million. At this point, they had spent ninety million on Exorcist to begin, and they only made seven. Whoa! Whoa! Nine D. Nine zero, yeah. So Schrader goes and sees it and says, he tells this uh, guy, reporter from the Independent, he's like, this is such a piece of crap. I bet you there's a chance I can get mine resurrected. Sure enough. Oh. Yep. Now, they only gave him $35,000 to recut it and get it ready for the theater, which was not fair. So he couldn't do the color coding with professional people. Him and the editor had to just make guesses. He couldn't do a good soundtrack to it. They kind of shot themselves in the foot. Check this out, Mike. These crazy hyenas attacked the cattle, but the cattle fought back and killed them all. Then the cattle ate the hyenas, and there's some sort of poison on the hyenas that's killing all the cattle. Oh boy, too soon, Carl. So the local tribesmen come down and go, what the fuck, dude? Clearly there's some evil in that church. You got to stop digging now. Right. So Father Marin's like, we did stop digging. He's like, well, you got to rebury it because look what's going on. Ew. That's the right. worst fruit roll-up I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that one is, is sangry. It's blood-flavored. So sangry. Now poor... It's now extreme sangry. Buy. It got me, but you don't, don't get me sangry. You, <laughs> you, like you won't me like me. When I was angry. Okay, so now Father Marin is showing off to Rachel. Like, look how great this is. These are artists, and she has all sorts of questions. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, like, why does, it, why does it look like a descent of hell? And what? he's saying, no. well, this is God's holy war of the angels of Satan versus... Um, the angels of God. You know, this is in the Bible, and let me turn it up one second. Sure, the war of heaven. God's angels fighting Satan and his legion. Cast into the underworld. It's the.
Now, I did wow. read the Bible cover to cover when I was 15, but I yes. don't think I did a very good job of it because I went because I don't remember hardly anything. Yeah, you but, keep telling me you read the Bible. I get it. <laughs> but this so is in. Uh, what else did I have to do? There was no internet. So right. Oh, hey. <laughs> this is all covered in the Bible. God's holy war when Satan rebelled and wanted to stop the worship. You know, we don't have to kiss your ass all the time. He got a legion of angels to follow him. Got look at them chopping off the head. Chopping of, off the head. The halo oh, remains. Yeah, that. that's right. Hello, halo. So anyway. Halo. <laughs> and this is how Satan gets cast down into the underworld. This is um, St. Matthew is the, uh, I don't understand the whole backstory of it in terms of Christianity, but it's appropriately themed. Um, and it, it tells more about the, the church because this is a place and we're depicting God's holy war and it's buried and we're, Keeping down this evil that's below. So it all goes together. I guess I'm lost. I'm confused, man. Why? How is this dull movie so confusing? Uh, it's just what's confusing. They found they, basically they, what is turning out to be a way to suppress Satan. And they're opening it up. Sort of like releasing Satan, even though they don't understand that. Now, this is interesting because as a prequel, both characters show up in The Exorcist, right? Max yes. von Sydow and the devil. So none of them are yes. going to be hurt in the prequel. Like the devil is going to make it out okay. Uh, the devil is cast out of a particular human being. Okay. Uh, the devil was never in any threat to be destroyed. They just wanted him out of this possession. Oh, so this is like my first exorcism, right? I mean, like, he gets to, we get to see his first exorcism. And that way, well, when you watch the other movie, you go, oh, that makes so much more sense. Well, I don't think so. Because even in the Bible, uh, the, the soul of Satan was in this man, and Jesus took it and threw it into these pigs. And then the whole herd mm -hmm. of pigs went into the water it's a, it's a and drown themselves it's a creepy story um okay so father francis says to father Marin, look there's all sorts of artifacts here there's jewels this is gonna get looted and father Marin's like don't be so sh uh naive the museums are full of looted stuff and he goes father francis says insists no we need the military to come here and protect this dig so father Marin is like, fine, if that's what you want, fine. And that's what they do. Because they know it's an evil church under, under there. No, not because they know it's an evil church. Because if you have an archaeological dig, that's worth a lot of money. And if there's encrusted jewels and diamonds and rubies and stuff, that's another of money. So they want the military to guard it but the thing is my guard it from who the tribal men they're not going to steal they, they don't want it they want them now, to close down see these two soldiers here who are yeah. guarding it the uh -huh. one who's the underclassman to the other respect the stripes boy kind of guy he's saying we could go in here and 
nick us some jewels we could we could they can't all right they can't arrest us for taking a look eh now a little tomb raiding huh yeah now that one of the tribesmen sees they're going inside the church right and i like okay, that so he doesn't like that so schrader was given the opportunity with another editor to re-edit the film but he but, but he was in handcuffs you know and 20 minutes of the, he couldn't do anything with the soundtrack so he had to use um okay this is a disgusting scene and okay. i'm not going to look at it when it comes out this doctor has come from nairobi and what he's going to do is break chi chi's leg and reset it that's what he's here for yeah now, this is some dis birth that's not natural something's going wrong with this birth Oh, and gross. This tribal woman is freaked out by it. Something evil is afoot. And yeah, that's not his foot. Right. Now, did you see how we saw the bone? Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Now, here are the soldiers, and they see all the gems, and they're like, let's just pry a few of them loose for ourselves. Yeah, nick one. What the hell? Yeah, nick them. Um, the first 20 minutes of the film were scored by the American metal band Dog Fashion Disco. The mm. unusual choice stemming from Schrader's son's affection for the group. So Schrader's kid said, Dad, Dad, check these guys out. Dog Disco something Disco. Yeah. Oh, American metal to... band Dog Fashion Disco. Dog, Dog Fashion, Fashion Disco. disco. In March 2005, after a private Whoa. screening in New York. Yeah, look at the baby. Oh, no, I can't looking. look. Oh, I can't look. It's a maggot, you faggot. What, Carl? Sorry, it just rhymes, and I'm... It rhymes, I got you. I was but born you, in 1966. Yeah. Forgive me, woke world. I'm sorry. Okay, look, let's move I'm on. I'm going to die, and you guys will reign, so don't worry about me. Fine, you didn't say the word again. Let's move on. Okay, fine. Don't be such a... Not gonna say it. Okay, now. Something's gone on. And Major Granville is here to check it out with Sergeant Major Harris. And what Ooh. they see is disgusting. Wow. We didn't get to see it, though. We didn't get to see it. And Wait a all minute. we're gonna hear is the report of what happened from the tribesmen who saw it. So, so the devil... We killed him and beheaded the other guy, the devil? What the tribesmen report is, these two were stealing jewels, and then they became crazy, and they mm. started to fight each other. The one killed the other with a beheading and then killed himself. By hanging upside down and stabbing his wrist. Yeah, see, Major Granville is not going to believe that, and he is going to say that the tribesmen did this. But Father Marin and Father Francis are going to say, look, this is all Christian imagery, like John the Baptist being beheaded, like <laughs> um, Saint, um, I, I, I forget, maybe we'll listen later, being hung upside down. It's Christian imagery. But Granville, he will not accept that. He just can't believe it. What else would the... They hired a priest, and he's like, yeah, I think it's religious, dude. 
Okay, thanks, Priest. Glad we have you on the team. Anything not religious? No? no. Okay. Check this out. This Jimmy. is like, This is meant to freak you out. This whole valley. What's going on here? This goes, what are you talking about? What's going on here? Nothing's going on here. Uh-huh. Why don't you stay a couple of days? We hardly had any rest. I'll show you the dig at the church we found. Who's in charge here? Military, Major Granville. Not you. <laughs> not me. No, not me. Oh, this is a fucked up place. Really well shot. Yeah. You take care of yourself, Lancaster. Right. Don't call me. Yourself. I'll call you. Yeah. So the thing is. We don't find out why he's so freaked out and everything. It's just meant to continue yeah. to let us know that something's afoot here and nothing is right. Something's really wrong. Okay, March 2005, after a private screening in New York, the film was titled Paul Schrader's Exorcist, the original prequel. They titled the yeah. film Paul Schrader's Exorcist. No, but they don't like Paul Schrader. They said, we're going to make our own movie. Yeah, now they're that, like, oh, that, hey, look who we got all along. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, other working titles at that time included Exorcist Four and Dark Angel. And by April, the film was officially titled Dominion and was released. Now, it got a limited release in only, um, you know, just a few theaters. They had spent 90... Okay, they had spent 90 million. No, no, no. Wait. Uh, yeah, I guess it was ninety million, and the film only made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It seems like a DVD release. Yeah. Like if you purchase uh, Exorcist the Beginning, you get Paul Schrader's Exorcist the Beginning as well. Yeah. Well, you do. There, the, the DVD release is that way. You're right. Um, oh yeah. See. All right. Uh, film was released in DVD in 2005, blah, blah, blah. It included audio commentary by the director, Paul Schrader. Wouldn't oh. that be great to hear? Yeah, oh, but yeah, absolutely. Let's get him on the podcast. October 10, 2006, the film was released to home video with The Exorcist, The Exorcist, the version you've never seen, Exorcist 2, The Heretic, Exorcist 3, and Exorcist, the beginning box set titled Exorcist the Complete Anthology. So they just said, let's just dump this thing. Well, you know, that's the thing. Like when they the version you never seen before, that was the version they re-released. So they yeah. were just printing money out of this. So why yeah. not yeah. If we shot it, let's release it. Yeah. Okay. They... So now they're saying Granville, like they one killed the other and then killed himself. He's like, fuck that. Listen to him. Touch of seven. I'll arrest him, Chuma. Yes. But... And you as well, do you understand? Oh. It's absurd. The idea's absurd. Ridiculous. It's this guy. I'm supposed to accept this was some sort of acrobatic ritual murder and suicide. It's not only absurd, it's an insult. Those men it were with me. Please, please, train. I don't need opinions, Merrick. I don't like... need opinions, Merrick. If he was beheaded, I'd be like, sure. But also, he was upside down. He got the knives in him. That's right. yielding the lily. 
Why would they do it? Why would the, the tribesmen would just kill him? Why would they hang him upside down and yeah. put his head on the altar? It doesn't really make sense. Trader was given no money for publicity or music production. Mm. Uh, 35 grand is what he got. Morgan Creek chose to release the release date of May 20th, the weekend Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith came out. Oh, hey. The whole thing was not managed well. The only thing they did well was say, let's release a full DVD and make some bucks. I think that's kind of classy. I mean, they had both of them, and I'm sure the fans want to see them because it, it, it was the completed... one thing that it was this story was reported IRL. I mean, while it was unfolding, it was people were aware of it. And, you know, horror fans are the greatest fans. They love the properties, they love the movies. They'll be willing, you know, they, every horror fans watch some ridiculous movie sequel after sequel. Yes. So they're willing to do it for something classy as The Exorcist. So, yeah, I mean, it's just at that point you want to watch both. Now I feel like now, I'm going to have to watch the other one. Yeah, uh, the 2004 one, right? The Exorcist yeah. the beginning. The beginning. Uh, I I just don't have that many hours in a day. Okay, so Father Marin has come to see Rachel, but really it's about checking on Chichi. How's he doing? He's been operated on, and she's like, "How's he doing? Great." Yeah. You would not believe it. It should take weeks for him to heal off the, after this operation. He's healing right now in record time. It's incredible. Wait, that operation we watched with the bone grows? Yeah. What's happening here, we'll later learn, is that Satan is perfection. He is the angel that is perfection. At least he thinks so. So much so that he wanted to challenge God. And say, look, I don't want to worship you. I'll just, you know, let me yeah. be my own dude. Uh, give me some. It, it, it got know, awkward in the or... office. What? <laughs> it got awkward in the office. You're like, hey, yeah. all right, Satan, take it down or not. He's their boss. Yeah. I know yeah. you're handsome, dude, but yeah. So Satan was like, just like Lex Luthor's like, hey, come on, give me Australia, right? Right. So he was like, give me. So God said, out, you know, rouse and then he started a, a big war so since satan is perfection what he's trying to do and this wasn't an exorcist one which you never saw he's trying to make chi chi's body perfect and that's so he's healing chi chi so that he can come into him and possess him and be perfection Linda black she was became a sensation after the exorcist and she, she made movies. Linda Blair, yeah. Linda, I'm thinking of Karen Black and Linda Blair. I get the two mixed up. Okay. Well, I'm not Karen. Well, you don't care about it. About it. So they, she did a movie called Repossessed. Did you ever see that? A Exorcist no. parody starring uh, Linda Blair and... Oh, you did uh, a parody? Okay. Yeah. Like, let me just tell you that I saw The Exorcist and I thought it was an absolutely stupid film. And right. I don't need to tell why everyone loves it. And that's it. I walked away from the franchise. I never saw. Do you like Exorcist movies? Like, do you mm -hmm. watch those, that couple, the Conjuring couple? What Remember this, no. like, uh, a married couple that uh, has made three movies, and they're like, oh, who's being possessed today? Oh, honey, it's our neighbors. Well, we should visit them. No, I, I never. Okay, now, what happens here 
is like a replay of the SS dude. Okay. Oh, so, no. Yeah. So Father Marin has many, many, many issues with what's going on here. Hey, later, as a member of the audience, me too. I've already sat through the, the first scene. Well, late. Well, he wants to know who fucking did this and he wants to fucking know it now. And he's pulling out guns and he's yes. like, if you guys don't fear me, I will give you a reason to fear me. Oh, boy. You tell him who did it. Now, you see Chi-Chi waking up. Yeah. Now, it's unclear to me if he doesn't like this or he does like this because he's getting possessed. I'm not sure. Now, later, we're going to... I mean, look, Major Granville just doesn't have the personality in which he's going to act like some SS guy. So something right. is going on with Eve. Look what he just did. Knocked them out as it as it does. Now, now he's at it. Now he's like, you don't believe me. You don't fear me. So I'm going to fucking show you right this second. I'm not kidding around. He takes a little girl. Ooh. Yeah. This movie. This movie, man. Oh, there you go. Priest yes. punches you for that. Marin couldn't handle... Okay, you just called him a priest, and that's kind of true, but not really. He's not practicing. You know what I mean? He's Ugh. still celibate. He still prays. He's still all about God, but he's he's mad and conflicted, and he's got guilt over what him not taking action against the SS guys. But so why is he there, then? I don't get it. He is there for... I don't know. He he. After the war, he just started being part of archaeological digs. I don't know why there isn't a I real. I thought he was like a actual. like a religious consultant or something. Like we need to have a priest aboard. No, he was there as an archaeologist, and gotcha. Father Francis came to this, like sort of on a mission mission as a missionary. He came to this town to start a school. Now Father Francis gets our gets his dream sequence. Oh, good! I'm glad. Is it going to be in Rome? We we don't. I guess I shouldn't have said that because there there'll be more later. He he. I'm okay. sorry. He gets interrupted right now. He gets woken up. Oh. Now, Francis, Father Francis, is now having a serious inner conflict. Because he is the one who said, go get Major Granville, bring the troops here to protect the temple. And that led to his own troops committing a crime and this murders of them happening and a little girl getting shot. So he's taking all the responsibility. Let's see if I can have some dialogue here. I can't seem to touch the volume. <laughs> Uh, I guess I can't. The um, For some reason, the screen isn't... Oh, no! I pressed stop! Here we go. Okay, there we go. I missed it. I missed it. But, oh, damn it, I did it again. fine. I can tell uh, you where I am. No. Why are you anywhere, Mike? You're supposed to be watching it on screen. I am. I'm watching it on the screen, and behind me is another version playing. Why? I have both at the same time. 
Why? I've, and I've been drinking coffee and trying to eat chocolate and just being discreetly. I've been going like this. Okay, well, that part, I don't have a question why. You're allowed to eat chocolate and do coffee. But if we're watching this movie together, let's watch it together. Okay, never mind. I'm watching it right here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, hey, girl got shot again. Terrific. Saw it. Face. Okay, so Thanks, William Wisher Jr. authored this. You know, Caleb Carr came along and helped later. But William Wisher Jr. either wrote or co-wrote the Terminator in 84, The Abyss, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Judge Dredd, Eraser, The 13th Warrior, Exorcist, The Beginning, Live Free wow. or Die, IT, which is Steven Spielberg. They, okay. they got a serious writer and a serious director to make this not good film. Yeah, they got the, the guy who wrote uh, the third sequel to Die Hard to write a shitty film. <laughs> what what I'm trying to say by that is he's a Hollywood player who has proven sure. himself time and time again. You can't listen. You can't go wrong with Paul Schrader. Even he has a period. I guess this was one of his films where he had a quote unquote creative lull. And he, but even those movies are great. I mean, I, I enjoy this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here we're getting the. For the first time ever, Father Francis is like, dude, what about your immortal soul? Look, you walked away from God, but faith proves that you can, you know, just ask to come back. He will let you in. He will. And then, and then Father Marin's like, you don't know my soul, you know, and he sort of storms off and. Let's put on a little if I can. Out of love. And if you find now that you're lost, you must have faith that his love will guide you back. Oh, faith is a girl's name. Marin is trying to be like, mind your business, but it's touching him. I love when the priests are like, I'm here's the collar. <laughs> we missed the scene where he puts his gun and collar on the on the boss on the sergeant's desk. I quit. Uh -huh. Right, I quit. Right, he takes off his collar. His bad. His gun. His bad. Um, his gun. <laughs> I'm out of here. Now, this guy's a good actor. He really is. Um, okay, so let me just tell you, he was in um, Goodwill Hunting, King Arthur, The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Right. He was oh, in wow, Angels and Demons, movie. Pirates of the Caribbean, both of them. You know, like two of them. He was in Thor. Um, he was in, a, you know, a bunch of... Okay, now... They didn't expect anyone to be in school because of the murder, right? And then he's like so happy and thank your families. But now he's learning the fucked up news that that the tribesmen believe that Jesus Christ killed this girl. And if they don't come to school, Jesus Christ will kill them too. Well, that's not the Christ I know. That's not the Christ I know. So now a tribesman will come in and say, and start doing a mass murder. Oh, right. Oh, geez. Isn't that great? Look at his eyes. Oh, because Jesus Christ fucked him up. Well, that's right. He's there. No, well, he is there to stop the evil of Jesus Christ is what the argument will be. Okay. But Marion here is yelling. Wow. I don't like yeah. kids running around in this movie. They yeah, well, he's running away. 
Some horror, you know, horror movies stop killing kids after a while. Yes, and we're not there yet. Now, one of the kids that this guy killed is the son of the converted um, uh, tribesman, who is a Christian now. Uh And he will say to Marin, like, is this what God does to his people or whatever? And Marin's going to say yes. Listen to it. It's really right. creepy. What did he say? He said that you had to kill them to stop the Christian evil from spreading. Listen to this. This father? Is this how the Almighty treats those who have kept faith with him? Yes. Isn't that creepy? Uh, and you notice how like it cut from different like different from 180 shots. Like- Oh, uh, that was creepy. How it uh, cut from, like, well, 180 you, yeah, 180, like, you see both actors, but you have these great views behind them. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, there's this 180-degree rule in film. You're not supposed to do that, but it can be broken very often when you're trying to do it for a drama reason. Not right, and also a COVID reason. The last things I've seen from the last yeah. three years, they do it all the time. They might have a stand-in so you can see a shoulder in the corner, you know, but it's usually like, hey, it's so nice to be in this romantic place. I agree. <laughs> it looks like a TikTok video. So now something miraculous is happening. Not only is Chi-Chi's leg recovering, but his messed up hand, which nobody touched, is right. starting to get normal. Thank devil. Thank, yeah. Oh, thank you, Lucifer. <laughs> you know. Why can't, so they should have called this prequel, uh, Oh God, You Devil, Book Zero. <laughs> they should have called this like uh, Pre-Torah, right? Like uh, the Older Testament. The oldest testament. That'll be my now, Bible prequel. This guy Chi Chi, right? In real life, he's a Filipino and he is a um he's a musician. He's a famous Filipino. I I, I want to say rock star, but I don't think that's appropriate. Um okay, let's see here. His name is Billy Crawford, and um He's a actor, singer, musician. He's famous in the Philippines, but also around the world. He's got a singles called uh, Trackin', When You Think About Me, You Didn't Expect That, and among others, Filipino, Filipina Girl is a big hit of his. He hosts talent shows like Pinoy Dream Academy, Filipino Got Talent, your face sounds familiar. Your Pino face sounds Boy familiar. Band superstar. I don't know. It's the list goes on and on. But the reason he got cast in this film um, is Billy Crawford was called for an audition when casting staff saw a cover of his album Ride, where he was portrayed in demonic fashion, wearing a hood mm-hmm. and with eyes that resembled the demon. They were like, "Who's gonna be Chi Chi? Who's gonna be Chi?" Hey, Wolf. <laughs> Look at hey, boss. Yeah. 
<laughs> so wait a minute. How many more obscure musicians get a free ride in this movie, right? You have the soundtrack by the director's son's favorite son's band. Favorite band. You know, yeah. they said like, hey, go find uh, some imagery for demonic stuff. Well, we bought this album. Dude, you just saved me a lot of legwork. Just get that guy. We're done. <laughs> okay, now, Father Francis. Now, this guy's a good actor, and he's really showing that right now. Um, let's see here. Father Francis. His name's Graham Gabriel Mann. Gabriel, Gabriel Mann. He was in Josie and the Pussycats. He was Great in movie. Buffalo Soldiers. He was in The Born Identity. Huh. But what I'm trying to tell you is right now he's doing some serious acting. He is a hurt priest who's seen murders. Who's... Uh -oh. But look, see, he touched. Ah. Right. It burnt him. He goes, don't touch me with that priest. And uh. then he's boom, back to normal. Did he use the devil voice? Yes. Now check this out, Mike. The devil voice is really the director, Paul Schrader's wife. Wife's rock band or just the wife? Yeah, right. Mary Beth Hurt, Paul Schrader's wife, does the oh. uncredited voice of Chi-Chi. Now, I know why, Mike. They were in that editing room with only 35 grand, and they were like, Billy sounds <laughs> Billy. We need something. And they said, so, what are you doing this afternoon? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Would you Can come you go to the sound booth, pretend you're devil? Sure. Okay, Ed cut. Okay, honey, that'll be $3,400. Can you give me $3,500 for that? So, I'm when the first time that Satan speaks, he says, I am perfection, and I'm going to play it. And you'll hear, okay. you really can't tell it's a female voice. You really can't, your mind never doesn't think it's Chi-Chi. And when you say Mary Beth Hurt, the, the actor, right? I don't know. I didn't research it. It's the yeah. wife of Paul Schrader. Mary Beth Hurt, is that an actress that we should know? Yeah, I mean, it's ringing a bell. Yeah. I, well, I can't tell anybody from here, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, I but would yeah. Google it if I cared. Okay. Here, let me do it. Does the dog die? Die. <laughs> Does Lucifer die? No. No. Mary Maybe. Beth Hurt, American actress. Aha! Interiors, according, world according to Garp, six degrees of separation. Oh! All right. World according to Garp. I mm -hmm. wonder if she was the wife. So, um... You know what my favorite movie was during summer camp? The yeah. World According to Gorp. Good old <laughs> Raisins of Peanuts. Yeah, you're doing a, yeah. Hulk, a hike, some chocolate chips. Some okay. bug juice. Essentially right now, Paul... A reverend father Francis is saying he's possessed by the devil and father Marin is like come on dude all this <laughs> mumbo jumbo ex-father Marin his, his forehead is burned did I hallucinate that and he goes well you know it's a burn and this kind of resembles a cross you know so father Marin even though he's saying like this can't be real He's listening. He's listening, you know? I mean, there are some yeah. inexplicable stuff here. But this and is the first time... Healing. Like, this is the first time he's really kind of sensing the super... experience the supernatural other than those those creatures beforehand. I mean, the worst thing that happened was the, the Nazis. They had to deal with that. As an right. audience member, it was hurtful, too. 
but it, you're right. It wasn't supernatural. When he saw the hyenas, okay, their eyes glowed red, but yeah, that doesn't right. mean. Yeah. So what I mean, Father there's... Francis is saying is, we got to baptize this guy. We got to baptize this guy right now before Satan gets his foothold in this guy. You know. But, yeah. And Father Marin is saying, are you kidding in this volatile time with these tribesmen thinking Jesus Christ is evil and we're bad? We're going to take a hated, shunned man and baptize him? You're going to start a war. No, they don't know. You'd be like, can I borrow the swimming pool? <laughs> yeah. Any, any reason? Okay. No, well, no reason. Well, one that's reason. bad idea number one. Bad idea number two is... Let's do it in the church that we unburied because they've got. No, they're going to baptize them in the devil church. Yes, they're going to baptize them in the devil church. The one that was buried after it's being built. Ripple stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, we still have another, you know, chunk of this film. We got to have something happen. So this Caleb Carr was hired to help rewrite this film. And he does, and then when he saw it, he was like, this is garbage. So mm. he was very vocal. Okay, now, like I told you before, Granville's not the kind of person who just goes around killing people. Something was possessing him or something. So now, um, Sergeant Major Harris is going to him, and Granville's all freaked out, and he's not behaving well. Because he's racked with guilt. And he says, I have a message from Marin. I know okay. what you've been going through for all these years. Let me put it on. World War II stuff. By the way, they say that so the British you... uniforms are all wrong. Just like that. To... They weren't worn right. after the Second World War. All anyway, right. the internet knows that these, these outfits are bullshit, okay? Shall be down in a moment. Sir. So he's freaked Sir. out. Oh, and Sergeant Major. He goes, wait, wait, I got a message Sir. from Aaron. I shall need you to give Mr. Marin a message. Mm -hmm. Yes, fuck! Tell him. Lock the gates. Tell him yeah. I know now how it's been for him all these years. But tell him there's no way out. Okay, well, that's good. Stop! No! Yeah, God damn this movie! This fucking movie! <laughs> this is the third time I've seen a good one get shot at. I've seen sexual suicide, I've seen a Nazi shoot a woman's head, and then I've seen a Brit dude. Yeah. That wasn't even the same Brit. Like, no, if, if a Brit who shot a child in a movie puts a gun well, to his head, I'll be like, uh-huh. killed himself out of guilt. Now, Major Granville... If you look at all his credits, his name is Julian Wadham, and it's all English. It's all English. So I'm only going to tell you he was in this and he was in Dominion. He was uh -huh. in both Exorcist the Beginning and this one, and he was no, in the Iron character? Lady. He was in the English Patient. Huh. But well, English everything have a lot of else. What? English have a lot of patience. <laughs> Everything else that he was ever in, it's like some English film we've never heard of. 
the English patient, the English patient, what patient dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now Granville is telling him the fucked up thing. There's no way out, but killing yourself. That was his message. Look at this. Eee, he's Super doing some exercise twisting. Supernatural. Supernatural. Okay, so what's the message? No, look me the message. Yeah. These the messages kill yourself. Now, when I saw this guy's face, I knew it right away because there's this movie Alien 3, and he plays sure. the dumb guy in it, and I loved that movie. I saw it a million times, and that's where I know him from. But you might also know him from the crying game, from Killing Bono from Amistad. Well, Amistad's an American movie. I might have known him from that. Yeah. Killing Bono. Did I say Bono? That was a you Bono. Said that was a Bono. Are you against it or are you pro Bono? I am pro Bono. Uh, right. But, uh, so say his earlier early, works. Earlier band. Earlier, earlier days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what the lawyer starts charging you. If I hear that joke one more time, <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally get a shave going. So I didn't realize I'm going to be look, on the screen the entire time, Carl. I would have shaved. Now look, Marin, right now for two seconds, considers suicide. Oh yeah, I took the advice. Yee, not by razor. That's a way out, dude. You want out? It worked for Granville. Granville was gross. So we, so Granville was the one who ordered, he shot the girl, right? And then he yes. shoots himself? All right. Yes. Well, that's retribution. So I he just, got what was coming to him and he gave it to himself. I really enjoyed the movie Prey, which is kind of the prequel to Predator. It, it, was, it premiered on Hulu. P-R-E-Y? Yeah. So basically, it's a hundred years or ago prior to the first movie, let alone the sequel or the sequels, and it's just basically this girl fighting, uh, hunting, and and stalking the predator. Okay. And it's it's a really cool movie. Oh, I saw it. Which she's got yeah. an arrow. She's yeah. She's, she's Native American or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie. So I, that I, was I, a good film. So that took the spirit of why we love a movie so much to make it turn into a franchise, right? Yeah. Everyone loves Predator just because it was that battle. So they made a sequel. They had Aliens versus Predator. They had Predators, you know, whatever. They ran with it. But that one really kind of captured their spirit. I don't know about this film. No. If it captures the spirit of a Exorcist. No, the it's Exorcist religious. is all about, I guess I already mentioned, you getting shocked. Someone who you didn't think would ever be possessed, getting possessed, and what are we going to do about it? And, you know, the power of Christ compels you. They don't even say in this film. Okay, now, he's about to get baptized, and you know this is a bad idea. Yeah. And we're about to, Satan's about to say, fuck this, you're not baptizing me, and he's going to come out. Did you see the prequel to The Sopranos? The many states of. Hold on. Yeah. They're out of here. Okay, so because the major killed them himself, they were burying it, and the army was playing taps. And the internet reminds me that taps is an American thing. You don't play taps for the British. So right. it was like a 
fucked up thing, a, a mistake in the movie. Oh, it was fucked up. He played Reverly by mistake. Come on, dude. Guy's funeral. Show some respect. Now. No, they're not. They're not. Okay, so who's inside but Rachel and Father Francis and Chi-Chi, and they're going to do the baptism. Now, I don't understand why why uh, Marin is not part of that, but he's not. He wouldn't approve of it, right? He would kind of have a bad feel of it. Like, it really could have a baptism over that mural. Look at that. Perfect. Uh-oh. Getting better. He's getting perfect. He's getting red-eyed. Good shit, man. Did you feed him that brownie? <laughs> uh oh. His fever's back. Does his head spin around like in the original? Nope. Nope. The oh, thing is, if this is a prequel, they really don't do any of that stuff. Which is good. I prefer it that way. Was, it becomes his his fever's back. We gotta get him to the infirmary. And he goes, No, his fever's back because of Satan. We gotta baptize him now. In Satan's church. Yeah. Well, in the church that was meant to keep Satan down, but they uncovered it and released Satan. Uh-oh, now Mo Green gets shot in the eye. The baptism continues. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right, right. Up. Oh, he's alive. Oh. Watch Wee. this. Oh, no. It's not what I expected. This looks so much fun elsewhere. Ow! and I couldn't find it on the internet that there was a special effect and he was really dropped. Wow. I warned you about touching me with that cross, priest. Oh, that's his, That's what Mary heard say. Yeah, that's right. That's, Mary Beth um, Hurt. Mary Beth Hurt. Wasn't, wasn't she in St. Elmo's Fire? I don't know, I man. Don't I, know. Didn't I, don't know, man. I didn't look her up. I didn't look her up. You did I didn't either, man. Oh, I did. I looked her up just enough to read the, the... I typed in her name, and boom, right in the browser, American actress. I was like, okay. And that's all you read? That really hurts. Wait, that really hurt? That hurt. That that's right. That hurt. She was okay. in that... Go she ahead, was she in that... That's girl sequel. That's hurt. That's, that, that's hurt. That's, that's hurt. That's gotta be hurt. Ooh, he wasn't married to William? No, I don't think they're related. Who knows? Next show. Okay, so basically what we're getting is, is like, we're going to make a deal with you, okay? You rebury the church. You uh, give us Father, Mar uh, Father Francis so we can kill him. And right. then we'll let the English live. Well, that's going to piss off Sergeant Major Harris. If it's a and his friends to disperse quietly and go home. And we'll be the ones doing the sparing. It's wonderful. <laughs> Did you say we'll sparing or sparing? He says, we'll be the ones doing the sparing. He's really pissed off at that. Yeah. We Speaking could just of... run right over you, you Zulus. Oh, hey, look at Party Boy. More cocaine. <laughs> Give me more cocaine. Where'd you find this shit? 
It's Darth good Vader shit. already did this. Look at I that overarm here. Did you see the art hair in his pits? It's perfect. Oh, yeah. That will be down. Perfection. That's one of the perks when the devil possesses you. <laughs> Your Sculpted hair. armpit hair. So, Chi Chi's fighting, okay? And that's mm -hmm. what this struggle is we're seeing. <laughs> so, Francis knows what he's got to do. He's got to go to his tent and get his, like, exorcism kit. And that's how we can get <laughs> rid of, uh, okay? But he, she, he leaves behind Rachel. So now Rachel is alone with Satan. Not, did not plan this well. Look at Rachel. Satan is real. No, no, it tastes like real meat, but Satan is actually uh, plant-based. Uh, yeah, it's it the, in, the impossible looser fur. Oh, Satan? Look at him, man. He is almost perfect. Look. Weird CGI. Okay, so he's got Rachel alone, and Rachel's the only person he can fuck with right now, so he's gonna fuck with her. Oh, shit, I missed it. Okay. I missed it. He said, I am perfection. Oh, I yeah. I missed it. I wanted to hear that. Oh, well. Look at that. Rock the house end. I'll have to play some other dialogue so you can hear uh, Hertz's voice. Okay. Mary Beth Hertz's voice. Did you hear me say rock the house end? <laughs> what? What does it mean? I don't get it. Oh, because the yeah. house was rocking? Yeah, that was covered by rocks. Rocks have landed on it. Now, yeah, they cover it, and Marin is like, fucking move those rocks, fucking move those rocks, Rachel's trapped. Right, and Rachel's stuck there with like, the devil. We'll do it in the morning. It's not safe. Oh, boy. That means Marin's got to go in and save her, right? <laughs> he can't. There's rocks in the way. We'll wait till the sun to come up. Then we'll start moving the rubble. The rubble. All right, sir. I'll move me rubble myself. <laughs> I'm not moved. So why should I move the rubble? <laughs> morning. Good morning. Good Sleep morning. well. Morning. morning did you sleep well yeah like a baby <laughs> it's just a job you know yeah right we still can't talk and you know we're still talking we'll go out it. there and see if our friends are gone or not and have a look for father francis i just love these accents you know and the major granville was the upper class accent and he's like obviously the like um deep in the heart of london poverty accent which isn't Cockney, because uh -huh. that's gone away, but it was what Cockney used to be. Oop. Okay, now, All right. what happened to Father Francis? Father Francis was running off to get his exorcism kit, and we don't see... You know, that was step one. What happened to step two? Well, look what happened, because it's this fucked up movie, to Father Francis. The fuck? Whoa. Wait, who is that? I can't see. Uh, That's Father Francis. 
shot with arrows somehow. And that's not something the tribesmen do. They don't have arrows unless I'm wrong. They've got spears. It's not And then they're like, Marin right now is like, hey, he's alive. He's fucking alive. Why didn't you guys take this guy down? Why didn't you investigate? He's all pissed off. You think it was Gina Davis, who's an expert uh, archer shot? Should have got my ex-husband, Rennie Harlan, to direct. All right, that's a stretch. Gina Davis of Earth Girls are easy? Yeah. Yeah, she's done a lot. Married to what? She was married. I believe they were married. They did that wow. movie, uh, Cutthroat Island. It was Rennie okay. Harlan. Rennie Harlan did Cliffhanger. He did uh, oh, uh, Speed 2. No, I think he did Speed 1. But uh, he did Cliffhanger, right? So he's a really good. And he's done movies. I've seen him do Stolen with Nick Cage. He does some direct-to-video. We saw that one with, with uh, Pierce Bronson. He's done all kinds. He's a journeyman. He did a movie with uh, Jackie Chan and, and Johnny Knoxville. Like, his movies are interesting. Uh-huh. And, yeah, at one point. But he kind of came out of favor because... He did a movie, strong female lead, Cutthroat Island, hundred million dollar pirate movie before Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Before. Okay. Yeah, when when pirate movies flopped, that pirate movie flopped, <laughs> and it's you know so, and I think eventually they they divorced, what have you. I don't really know the, what happened to that. Right. But, you know so, but it was a pretty ballsy movie, you know, and so I made that joke. That yeah. it was Gina Davis that who shot him. Sutra hanging on the wall. Isn't that weird? What's on the wall? Karma suit. Okay, well, we uh, when we see the poster it. again. We'll I'll... Oh, I know a poster you saw. No, that's in case you're choking and lying on the floor. Oh, my goodness. I have a Karma Sutra joke, which is so funny. I forgot to do it at the open mic. I'm going to an open mic tonight with a, a right. comedian named uh, uh, Jim McVeigh, who I, I think will be I know doing Jim my countdown for this episode. If Jim McVeigh, is he from the Bay Area? He's not. I know why you say that, because there is another Jim McVeigh out there. And um, I, I showed that to him on Facebook and stuff. There was a little back and forth between the two of them at the time. Oh, yeah. So let I, me had, just... I had someone who would, went with my name perform as a stand-up comedian in, Los An- in San Francisco for a while. Yeah, that's why you're Mike, not Michael. No, he went as Mike Spiegelman. Or he might have been Michael Spiegelman, but he was definitely a stand-up comedian with my full name. Okay, now, they were about to take the rocks off, and the rocks are just coming off on their own. Oh, easier. That's good, because we only have 40 more minutes. Speed the film up, have the rocks come out. Yeah, we're going to skip the... um... Closing credits? Yeah, because this film is an hour 55 with your intro, which was abbreviated, and a countdown. I'm not sure how we can do it. Maybe we'll just do an abbreviated countdown, and I'll get two countdowns out of uh, Jim McVeigh. Now, you remember Timothy McVeigh? Sure. Yeah, he writes to me all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been trying to convince James to go by Jimothy McVeigh. I think that would be hilarious comedy. Yeah, great. He's not doing it. Jimothy. Jimothy McVeigh. Jimothy McVeigh. I understand why he's not doing it. He doesn't want to be a one note. Okay, so now everything's fucked up, but the rocks move. Now, 
Rachel is a love interest, even though that's not coming to fruition or anything. So he's going in there to try to Save find her. what happened and rescue her. So I'm kind of scared. Like, I don't know what happened that night. Well, he's going to find her that, that nothing really happened. He is just... She is sleeping, essentially. At least that's what he thinks. So he goes to try to wake her up. Okay. And then what we find out is she's really not just sleeping. She's going back to her tragedy, reliving it and doing things differently. So this is her opportunity to make things right and lose her guilt. Gotcha. Not convoluted at all. Not convoluted at all. <laughs> <laughs> so now she's like, why did you wake me up? I was there. It was real. You were dreaming. Rachel, you were dreaming. You were me. I want to be back. He took me there. You were dreaming, that's all. But I want to go back. You so you can see what she's doing. Now, we are about to have the priest for the first time ever being inappropriate because Rachel is all up in his junk, man. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll play it because Satan interrupts them and we'll hear Mary Hurt's voice. They're about to kiss and then there's the... <clears throat> and then look, the, the... Do they kiss, though? Do they kiss? We don't really see lips touch, you see. Oh, no. You're a passionate man, Mary. I guess it sounds like a woman's voice, right? Yeah, right. Oh. Okay, so the thing is, if I was Lucifer, I'd want him to kiss because now I got a priest breaking his vows, right? But right. no, he interrupts it and it doesn't happen. Marin's like, Rachel, get the fuck out of this cave. And she takes him <laughs> up on that offer, even though a second ago she wanted to go back and relive. Let me see if... Past. Then you destroyed it. So he's saying, look, she was getting a chance to redeem herself, and you fucked it all up, Mary. <laughs> he's got the force, clearly. Did Father yeah. Francis? Yeah. So he's like, did Father Francis mention me? He goes, yeah, I said you were Satan. <laughs> okay, so what's going to happen now is Marin is going to realize with no Father Francis and nobody else to save the day, and I never stopped being a priest, it's up to me. I've got to go make my peace with God, and I've got to come back in here and exercise this body. No, I guess that was also in From Dust to Dawn, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, Harvey Keitel was a priest who put his collar away and stepped away with his family, and then when they're covered by vampires, he right. quickly became a priest, or not quickly, two hours into the movie, he becomes a priest again, and then turns all the water into holy water, and they're super soakers. And they come out and they start spraying <laughs> right. this water. And because the guy was a priest now, it's super soaker of holy water. And it sprays on the face. It says them going, ha, 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 cut it out, guys. They're like, ah, right. holy, they water. Said, holy water. <laughs> oh, I asked for gin. 
So there you see him now. He's not in the upstairs church anymore. He's gone down to his chamber, and this mm. is his church. He's telling Marin, he's like, you hate God. And hey, why not? He gives you guilt, baby. Come with me. I could absolve you and save you. So now Marin gets out of there before he takes him up on that offer because it's tormented his whole life. He's now trying to pray to God, make right with God. He's going to get on his priest's uniform, get the exorcism kit, go in there and do his job. Actually, you know, they had to cut out the scene where he realizes he didn't have it and he went to Spirit Halloween store and picked up a priest outfit. <laughs> costume. Sexy priest costume. Now, I, Sexy exorcist. Now, even though I've seen this five times, I'm unclear if he is in Father Francis's room not nah, like his own. old put away yeah this is like john wick when he like breaks the the floor and takes his coins out you're such a john wick fan are you a john wick fan yeah i'm the only one i started watching john wick the first one and it was so yes. stupid i quit on it and i've sure. never seen well i saw the dog each, each movie is longer than the, the uh, previous one. So you've stopped prior to 17 hours worth of content of beating up movies. Okay. I saw the backstory with the wife. I saw the dog get killed, which represented the wife getting killed. I saw right. the fight with the son of the... Okay. You know what's going on here. This guy was the converted Christian, and now he's like, fuck this, right? Right. Um, it was the point in which he was going into the house, having a big shoot 'em up scene. And I mean, first of all, he called up the, the father. John Wick's beef was not with the mob. It was with this individual person. Okay, he's the son of a mob guy, but it, he made it right and killed that guy. That should have been the Good. end of the movie, act two, middle of act two. Or maybe that was even act one. Okay, I, I can't watch the scene because there's gross blood spurt. I can't. Okay, even... you want to keep talking about John Wick? No, right now. This guy is sloppy and spills the blood. Okay, it's over. All right. I just want to get a napkin and wipe his face. Well, that's because you're a father. <laughs> yes. Okay, but that was a long time ago. They were little. Okay, he goes, uh, Sergeant Major Harris is like, step aside, boys. Let the priest through. He's all happy that he's in a priest uniform. He's not yeah. clear what's going on in there. He doesn't know about Satan and possession. This Watch where you're walking. Put down that book. These are hey, quit reading that book. Yeah. Ah, uh, there's the dog. You know, people are reading the Bible. I'm like, hey, watch where you're going. <laughs> it's like they're looking at their smartphones. Yeah. If their smartphone isn't highlighted. Do you ever notice how the hyena never fucks with Marin? Like hyenas show up and growl at him and stuff. They'd eat somebody right. else. They ate all that cattle, remember? They're not, not so they're not so hysterical. I guess it's not so funny. Nah. Okay. Yeah. The hyena Yeah, as a comedy, this film really falls flat. Well, I mean the hyenas have nothing to laugh about in this film. <laughs> Okay, so now Satan's like, oh, you got your pretty uniform on. What a... You think you're... Now remember, it's, it's, it's Mary Beth Hurt's voice. 
hangs out in the same old spot all the time. Thirty-five thousand yeah, dollars worth of music playing. Carl, enjoy every every note. Yeah, this is um. Gosh, where did it go? You think your uniform will save you? There we go. Very bad. Yeah. Oh, hey, devil. <laughs> that's that's the devil, you know. That's the devil I know. Okay, so Michael Kamen had been originally selected to compose the score. Schrader replaced him with Christopher Young shortly before the executive screening that had replaced him as director. For the final theatrical lease, Angelo Badalamente and Trevor Rabin are the composers. But as we spoke before, the director's son's favorite band got to do the second half of this film. Which I guess name? at this point must be the second half of this film. Yeah. So are we just saying the dog face disco? Yeah. What was it? Dog face disco. What was it? <laughs> that, it was dog and disco, but it doesn't, it's heavy metal. There's a group called horse meat disco that I'm a big fan of. And that's just straight out dance music. Isn't there a save the disco uh, killing at the disco or some there's some band oh fire panic at the disco panic at the disco that's it yeah fire well, there's a song too uh fire in the disco so you can guess what Marin's gonna do here he's gonna he never says the power of christ compels you but that's essentially what he's gonna do he's just gonna yes. oh. i'm not alone. oh he's gonna whip out those moves he does in the exorcist Look how they're drunk, taunting, taunting the tribesmen. Mm, not this tiger. What the does is says, there's so much evil inside the church that outside of the church, everyone's getting fucked up. Now look at Rachel's going to kill herself now. Oh, what? No, wait a minute. You know this not film, again. dude. Oh, what man. do you think is going to happen? Uh, maybe not suicide? Like for now, once. <laughs> here's a... Uh, Chuchi. Okay, you know this guy. It's just all fucked up shit going on. Now, Rachel's name is Clara Bellar, and she's French. And all of her credits are French movies that you and I wouldn't know. But she was in AI, Artificial Intelligence. That was the Steven Spielberg one. She was Steven in the Spielberg first one. nine and a half weeks, which was the sequel. Yes, that's right. Another nine and a half weeks, was it? It was called The First Nine and a Half Weeks in wow. 1998. And then she was in this really interesting film called The Space Between Us about a boy born on Mars who comes to Earth. I recommend the film. Oh, I'll, I'll, Carl, I'll check it out for sure. Okay, here we go. The Space Between Us. Because that space would be the distance between Mars and Earth. <laughs> oh, no! That is later. Look at that. Don't do that again. So now he just keeps on saying, go back. Don't you want to go back? He's trying his... to seduce Marin with, you could absolve the guilt that's haunted oh. you every single night. You see the snow you referred to before? Yeah, there it is. 
he's halfway there. Well, that's really interesting, right? Nothing to do with the 1978's Exorcist, but it's pretty interesting. Now we're back on the set of Gangs of New York, you know. Oh, not this scene again. Yep, it's oh, this scene again. And there will we're not going to get forgiven. We're not going to not see the blood. We're still going to see it. But now he has a chance to do it the way he really wished he had done it. Oh. So there's going to be more gunshots in the head? Yeah, that kind of thing. Yep. Yep. But guess who really gets a gunshot in the head? Oh, is it, does his is his uniform accurate? Give me a hint. <laughs> no, you know his uniform's a private <laughs> uniform. They really fucked that up. That's a callback for the first hour of this movie. An hour fifty-five. This fucking movie is. Which is crazy because most long movies are two hours and 40 minutes or two hours, 30 minutes. Like this, this is definitely a long movie. Does fit under our timeline. Hopefully the next show can get on. Check out Mindy Radio here while he shoots a Nazi. Yeah, now don't promote to... Mutiny Radio while we're seeing a murder. Uh. So he's like, release these people. And he goes, my man. one priest. Because my men will not lay down their weapons. Oh, boy. Now, look, he doesn't put up with any shit now. Oh, he's like suddenly a gun-toting. Now, she's been killed twice, and you saw the flashback to the dream letting us know that's who that was in the dream. Oh. He doesn't last long anyway. Nothing he could do. But... What he does do is absolve his guilt. He doesn't pick 10 people to get killed, right? And he even kills the SS guy. He does his part, what he thought he needed to do. I found it, by the way. It's Dog Fashion Disco. The American metal so band. Dog, dog Fashion Disco. Dog Fashion and Dog Face are so close, right? Because you have D-O-G space F-A. Yeah, yeah, you're very intuitive, Mike. It's a mnemonic device of trying to remember dog fashion disco. Look at him like Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree with you. He is perfection. He's got that shaved look. Now, I think Marin might be gay because he's got a purple... Um, ah, gosh, I don't know what the word is when the priests have the... Oh, yeah. His cravat. Well, yeah, he's from he home, doesn't quit. He does not for one second. Of the holy incarnation. Get out. Our Lord deliver us. This is my college roommate experience. Coming. Hey, I'm Mike Spiegelman. Get out. Look at the war for the world. It's gone down. Here comes Rachel. She is going to kill herself. You ready? Ready, Mike? No, I don't want to. Oh, she's going to walk into the fire? No, no. They're just showing random scenes of fucked up shit. Okay, before they get to another suicide. Now, oh. Dog Fashion Disco wrote the song called March of Satan for the end of this film. So they weren't just like some soundtrack. They they worked on the film 
And sure. it's probably for cheap because they're probably unknowns. I don't know. I didn't Google them. And we're, as we mentioned, because this movie is so long, we're not going to listen to Dog Fashion Disco's end credit no. song. Just we're don't have the time. It. Yeah. Now, he's not guess... saying the power of Christ compels you. No, he's look. just. Satan's pulling his last minute everything he can throw at Marin, and it's not going to work. In the name of Archangel Michael. Oh, he's got the bugs. Street cable. In the name of all those who have died for our Savior. Now, this is acting. Look at that. He is acting. I'm, sure. I'm getting duh. I'm getting duh. I'm getting exercised. <laughs> Oh, you're saying the 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 devil guy is getting is acting, or the the priest? Yeah. Is well, yeah, well, you know, Schrader does a uh, Marin does a good job acting this thing. You know, I mean, you might have seen this guy in Thor. Uh, you, you know, yes. and you might have seen him in um, Snowman, right? Or is that his brother? Snowman, Stellar Sedgard. There's another big film he was in. Oh, werewolves of Tanzania. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, he keeps doing it. You know, he's just he's beating him, beating him. I will oppose you until my soul burns in hell. I will oppose you until my soul burns in hell. Dude, chill out. Is he being the physical body of the guy, or he's just? I guess he's he's doing his religious thing. Goodwill Hunting, that's the other big one he was in that yes. you wouldn't know him from, which you didn't see. You're crazy. I haven't seen Big Will Hunting. I, well, I went first to, go yeah. see the Josie, the outlaw Josie Wales, then go see Goodwill Hunting. Got it. Go see that guy, Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> no. Okay, as a matter of fact, the... stop the movie now. Stop what you're doing. Go stream. I can't stop this movie. Yeah. We're, we're so close. Okay. By the way, now, check us out every week here on Muni Radio. She disappears. Whoa. Right? Devil be gone. And then he's going to just like reappear. Now look, Rachel's not going to kill herself because this yes, is but... exercise. Yeah. Oh. She now look, slippers? he goes no, back good. into a hyena and he's not in the boy. Lucifer loses. Uh. And she just hangs out. Oh, no, I see. He's there with the. Look, Chi-Chi's got all his hair back, but his arm is still perfect and his legs are still perfect. He's back to normal. But he the has his hair back. And it doesn't burn him. So he is exercised. And Marin is the winner. Great. Great exercise. That was a great exercise. And now we will, yeah, right. Olivia Newton-John would be proud of this exercise. So now we'll have the epilogue where everything's good again. Right. Except this is a fucking prequel to a horror movie, so everything's not good again. <laughs> now, Marin has decided to be a priest again, and he's going to go to the Vatican. And the only one who's not happy, even though she is happy, is Rachel. Because Rachel is so in love with him. Well, yeah, he saved, I mean, she almost took her life. Now, According to you, she at, was. No, no, she almost took her life because of Satan, not because of Marin. Yeah. 
Okay, you see how Marin is now wearing his priest collar. Right. He's, He's back. back. Oh, that's a dirty habit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Hard <laughs> habits are hard to break, people. huh? Uh, uh, uh. There was none joke there. None joke. Wow, check out the gravestone. Well, the graveyard's going along. How's no, business? The thing oh, is, so that's that's Father Francis. We don't get to see it, but he's dead. Uh-huh, unless... No, no, he's dead. Oh, so no hand's going to stick out of there? Right, like Carrie? <laughs> yeah, how's the, how's the cemetery business going? Not so good. I only got <laughs> one grave. So. <sighs> Listen, sir. I didn't see a thing. I didn't... You've been get down on me, sir. Good luck. Fuck the Inquisitors, right. am I right? Oh, he's back as a priest. Yeah, and also we get the sappy... Look at his arms all fucked up again. Yeah. Now, I'd like to see his leg. Is his leg okay because of the operation? I'm, I'm glad he has his hair back. I was worried. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you too. Bald was a good look, but it was also sort of like a Satan look. Now she's like, will you write me? And he doesn't answer. So she goes, write me! <laughs> He's giving her rosary beads, and I don't get why, because we didn't see it earlier in the film, but... Well, because he believes, and she believes, and they believe, and they, they yeah. are believing. And... I believe. Will you write? They need me here. Can you start now? Write me. Write me. Write me. Well, I, you know, I leave. You know, I'm a priest again. Right. They don't kiss goodbye. They do the right thing. Now, look at her. Look how uh... happy. Look how happy. Yeah. She quadruple loves him. However, but he did save her life. He saved her a life purpose. and they related because of the past tragedy and and they consented to kiss each other even though it didn't happen. Look what the director does. Okay. Oh, it looks like the exorcist. The fog from the beginning mm -hmm. where you're walking through. Yeah. And then the theme song starts playing. Is the theme song playing? What's going on, Carl? Everything's so sandy. Hey, oh, the best part. Two seconds of, of Dog Bounty Hunter Band. <laughs> dog <laughs> Bounty the Bounty Hunter Band. Dog Fashion Disco. Dog Bounty Hunter Disco. And then we're going to cut it short because of the length of it. All right, well, I want to thank Carl. What do you think of this movie? Uh, I think not a good movie, but I think that it was done well. I think that uh, Schrader absolutely shot the film that the, you know, he got a script and he did what the script said. So it's buyer's remorse, uh, Morgan Creek, not liking this thing. Yeah, I mean, it it's is. an interesting... Here it is. Now. 
they, they rock that. All right. Well, we want to thank Dog Fashion Disco for their end credit. Thank Paul Strader for taking the job and giving out of. I don't know. I like that movie. It was. Uh, I don't want to see it again, but it was pretty good. I mean, it, I it had some. It I mean, if it was called something else, if it was called Dojo Minion, I'd be like, wow, that was a really good movie. It was kind of yeah. had an exorcist feel to it. All right. Well. Uh, it was great. We saw it. One day we'll watch the other version, but that day may never come. As it, as Carl always says, it's only so many hours in the day. And speaking yeah. of which, we'll see you next Let's week. Watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike. This song, I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call the French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a.